maybe Peter just start with uh, with Ty Ratty, who you guys uh, have added today, and, and what uh, what he brings and why. Well, we haven't announced any signings yet. What we've done is uh, we've done six or seven signings at what I would call depth players. I know it's been reported about Ty, um, but I'll talk about him anyways in the event that we do announce the signing. Thanks. Um, he's, you know, he's. Uh, I think he's underachieved at the NHL level. I think a lot of teams have had a look at him. Not a lot, but he, I know we put in a claim on him last year in waiver claim. Um, real good hockey sense. Um, good release. Very smart player. Um, works angles well, like with and without the puck. Um, you know, he's, he's underachieved, and, and I don't know why. I mean, we've got we, we have certain reasons why, just by observations, but. We, we think we think he's got a chance to play on our team, and if not, he'll provide us depth. And and uh, um, so that's what I can say about him. How would you best describe what you were hoping to accomplish today with whatever signings are about to happen? Well, um, as I said, uh, later on we'll announce uh, probably six or seven depth signings, um, including including Ty. You broke the story, Ryan. Um, uh, what we tried to do today is, I guess. Communicate with a couple of uh, a couple of free agents. Uh, talk a little bit, maybe with other teams, on maybe some potential trades. Um, we weren't really in the market for any of those those larger uh, free agents. So I, you know, I felt I felt okay about today. We had some good dialogue, and and uh, these may be deals that come down a little later in the summer. The added cap space from the Pouliot buyout. Uh, perhaps might be needed for some contracts moving forward with your two big guns, but also is that something that could be deployed during the course of the year uh, if you have a window there at that time as well? Well, cap space is good um, in general, so um, we've, you know, we've, we've made some efforts uh, with some transactions prior to today to get some cap space. We were able to uh, sign Chris Russell and sign uh, Cassian and Griba and felt comfortable with our cap space-wise. We've got some um, Connor and Leon to sign, so we need some cat space there. Not so much for Connor for this year, but for next year, Leon for this year. So we're, you know, we're in a comfortable spot um, that for for cap space, and and frankly, we, you know, we feel pretty good about our team, and and uh, we may make a couple few a couple additions, but right now we're just as I said before, my priority is to sign uh, Connor and Leon. So. We'll uh, continue to work on that. You bring those guys up. Where, where can you tell us the process is at? Uh, is McDavid, as reported, uh, all but done and, and to be announced here shortly, or where, where's the process at? Um, I'm not going to comment on negotiations, um, but as I said, their priority is to sign. Our priority is to sign both Connor and Leon. You mentioned in Chicago that you guys were in position to match any offer sheets that came your way. How big a concern was that heading across that July 1st threshold with Leon not signed? I don't, I mean, I don't think it's a concern. I mean, offer sheets by themselves are, are quite inflationary. Um, so there's, there's the inflationary impact of it, uh, which will impact everybody. Um, there's also the predatory impact. Uh, maybe that's what I was addressing because you know, there's, there's. I mean, any time you enter into July one with a player of Leon's caliber unsigned, there's, there's always that speculation. There's always that chatter right across all the networks. So, um, I, I guess I just stated that to say that we are in a comfortable position and we're going to match any offer. So you're optimistic that deals will get done with both players? Yeah, I'd like to sign both of them. They're both valuable, obviously they're valuable players, and we're going to sign them. So. 
you have to we have to put ourselves in a proper position to get a proper contract. Peter, compared to maybe where you were a couple of years ago when you started this process, uh, you signed Secre, you signed Latesti last year, you brought in Milan. Do you sense, given the progression the team has shown, that you don't have the same necessity to add instead of just sort of allowing your group to continue to grow? Well, it's With a bit, more higher profile. It's a bit of that, Bob, but it's also like we've got some really good young players, Connor and Leon, that we have to sign. And we, we just, you just, you know what? In the reality of today's cap world, you have to, you have to plan ahead, um, and that's that's what we're doing. But, but they're terrific players, and and the temptation on a day like today and leading up to it, especially during this this exploratory week, is these are players for free. Right, so you feel that you know you can get an asset for, for nothing, and to a certain extent, that's that's right. But it doesn't mean you just have to add for the sake of adding. Right. So, um, we're, we, we, as I said, we've established a little bit of foundation with some players today. Um, whether they're going to be around when it's when it's time for us to make those moves, I don't know. But we've also laid a little bit of foundation for, for potential trades too. So I thought today was productive. It may not seem on paper, especially when we right. release the list of players we've signed, which are valuable for us, but they're not sexy names. So, so that's where we sit today. How much of in evaluating what you should or shouldn't do right now? I mean, you mentioned at the end of the year you want to leave room for players to grow. So you don't necessarily want to plunk veterans in front of guys that might develop into those positions, whether it's Benning or Slapashev or these types. How much do you want to leave those guys room to grow into these roles? That's a really good point. And, and we saw a lot of growth from our guys last year, those two and, and even more of them. And if you, you recall, I said on a number of occasions, going into the playoffs, that's where these guys will get the, that additional element, that incremental growth that's so important. So. It, you know, in a, in a sense, it, it would be a little counterproductive to drop guys in front of them. So these guys have showed growth, uh, good growth, and they'll continue to. And, and um, you know, so that, we took that into account going into today. And, and uh, you know, as I said, we've laid a little bit of groundwork for maybe some deals later on. Um, we'll see if those come to fruition. But uh, you're right; those those are young players that uh, that you want to leave room to grow. For purposes of the farm team, you've got some you know, guys you're going to transition that are really young and inexperienced. Uh, we're going to assume one, if not two, AHL signings. Does one of those guys have seven. to be? Yeah. Seven? There'll be seven, yeah. No, but in terms of defense, specific, oh, okay. to, defense, oh, yeah, yeah, specific to defense, if you've signed theoretically a couple guys, is it important at least one of them's maybe played you know, 60 to 100 games in the NHL? Well, we want, we want the guys that, that we're going to sign, especially on D, to have some element of experience, 60 to 100, whatever the number is. Yeah. Like they, they have to be able to be brought up. We've got, we've got four young D that are going to be rookies that we're all very happy about. And you want allow them to grow too, but you know, in fairness to them, they're not ready to give us games. So yes, there'll be depth defensive players. How do you feel about the? Uh, I mean, some might look at the wings and think there's some youth there, and, and maybe not the, the level of experience that uh, you know some teams might have. How would you describe how you feel about your experience on the wings in particular, maybe over on the right side, in particular? I, I mean, I, I can see that why you'd make that comment. They're young. That they're young. Um, but I mean, I, I saw grow. I, I saw real good growth in a guy like Slepeshev. I mean, he in the playoffs he showed me a lot. Um, you know, I've uh, I think Zach Cassian is. I don't. I mean, while he may be young in relation to all of us, he's. I think he's got some good experience, and he he made a big step too. And then, of course, you got Paul Jarvi, who's going to come into our mix. You've got um, um, or whether Ryan Strom plays center or, or wing, he's got some decent experience. It's young, but I mean, these are these, This is. 
again, you have to give these guys opportunity, and we and it, we've shown this year giving them the opportunity they will grow. So we will continue to do that. Again, it doesn't mean that we won't add someone or some or two players later on, but um, you know we're we're happy with the growth and and the youth. I mean, you look at these guys. I mean, we were we were close to advancing to the third round with with youth. So we're going to stick with it. Do you view Ryan Strom as a guy who can play some center for you if he if the need arises, but primarily brought him in as a winger or or vice versa? I, I think naturally he's a center, and then I, I talked to him three or four times uh, in Chicago and actually at the Toronto airport. Um, I, I think he prefers to play center. Based on what I've seen um, in his play in junior and in his first part, I think he's probably a, a centerman. Having said that, he has the shot and the stick skills in a sense to play on, on the wall. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll, you know what, we'll, see, we'll see what we have at that time. Uh, and... And I know Todd, I've talked to Todd about him at both at center and at wing. When it comes to Leon and Connor, or maybe I should say Connor and Leon, whatever timetable you have in mind in regards to getting them signed, do you think you'll be able to achieve that? Oh, yeah. No, I'll be able to sign them. Yeah, we'll be able to sign them. But did you have sort of a, a well, day, I mean, a week, a month to get this uh, done? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we'd like to be able to get them signed as soon as we can. I mean, as I've, met, I've said on a number of occasions, their priorities. So I just don't. I mean, I'm not going to share with you where I think I am in those negotiations, if that's what you're asking. But I don't really, I don't really have a time frame for you. During this courting process, did you notice that, like, were the agents perhaps more active with you, sort of searching things out for opportunities? than maybe they were a couple of years ago when the team hadn't gotten to where they're at this past year? We, we, we did get a lot more calls in my, so this would have been my third UFA season. We did get a lot more calls uh, this time than my previous two. So, um, you know, I think they see what we all see, like a promising team that's trending in the right direction and, and, uh, and the, the team that I think is going to win in the very near future. Um, so they'd want to be part of that. So we, we sought out some, and some sought out us. With what you have right now, do you feel like you can hit the ground running in the regular season if, if this is the group that, that you open with, that you'll be able to Absolutely be competitive? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would, I would, yeah. I'm not saying that this will be it, but if this is it, I'd be very happy with it.